Howdy yolks and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And today we're doing a little volunteer work. Or maybe we're just having a feast. So get your bow ready. And set yourself on fire. Because today we're bringing you The Hunger Games. Hunger Games was released on March 23rd, 2012. That's 2,565 days ago. It's like seven years to the day. Crazy amount of time. Crazy pants. Uh, it was on a $78 million budget. It made $694.4 million worldwide its opening weekend. Really? Nope. What? Nope. 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 Just totally. Nope. Ever. I was about Ever. to say. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> we did $694.4 million worldwide. It's got an 84% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 81% audience, and a 68 on Metacritic. Now, before we dive into professional reviews, binary reviews, and all that, we are joined this week by none other, Yas Queen Vegard. <laughs> Welcome Hello. to the show. Hello, thank you. <laughs> Yas Queen, that's how I always want to be introduced now. <laughs> I'll tell you why he said that. It's because he has no idea how to pronounce your last name. Oh. I don't even know what your last name is. No, you don't have to. No one knows and uh, no one does. So. <laughs> oh, fair. Okay. <laughs> it's a new... I mean, my name is Norwegian. Like, no one barely knows how to pronounce my first name so it's fine i've been afraid i've been messing it up this whole time so it's all good <laughs> i i at this point i accept everything <laughs> so what, what is it then what technically how like with the technically in norwegian it would be vagod but you guys don't know how or well i get maybe americans do but british people don't know how to do like that the, that sound so i always just say vagard or vagard i don't know how you do it in that context ethan has a degree in spanish maybe he can do it <laughs> i have no idea not with those letters around it <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i but at this point i'm like vagard vagard but however you want to say it really vigard oh well maybe not vigard <laughs> <laughs> For, uh, for some reason, I like I got ready and everything. I made like I did my hair and I'm like, oh, this is a podcast. We're not being recorded. This, this, this is, is unusual. Audio. I actually the exact opposite situation. I just stepped out of the shower and I was like, I'm gonna be talking with Vegard. We're gonna be on video. I need to do my hair and I <laughs> oh didn't do it. And now I feel like super self conscious about it. <laughs> no, I literally I'm like so not used to being only on audio. I'm like a little bit nervous. Oh, you're gonna do great. Don't you're fine. There's so it. much less pressure with a podcast. You don't have to look cool or anything. Like nobody can see this. Well, that's true. But I'm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I should just I, not I mean, think about that. Um. So we have some professional reviews. Ethan, you have a negative review for us. I do. As always, the one that I do have a negative mm -hmm. review. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. from David Edelstein of New York Magazine. He says, watching the Hunger Games, I was struck both by how slickly Ross hit his marks and how many opportunities he was missing to take the film to the next level to make it more shocking, lyrical, crazy, and daring. Oh, wow. That's so his, his complaint was with the director? His complaint, yeah, with the, the, yeah, the director, the, the whole filmmaking process, that it could have just been so much more. I No, I, I agree with his complaint about the director. Uh, I, I don't agree with any complaints with the cinematography. No, uh, no, I don't either. Cinematography is fine, I feel like. Well, I, I don't think that that was taking issue with cinematography. Oh. Right. Um, anyway, do you have uh, a positive review for us before we delve I do. too into it? Peter Rayner, Christian Science Monitor. Your boy. Your boy, him himself. I always think this is such a weird website because this dude always has reviews contrary to what I would think the Christian Science Monitor would, would be. 
Anyway. Hey, man. The best-selling R-rated movie of all time is Passion of the Christ. No, it's not. It's not even the best-selling rated R movie. Yeah, it is. I just said that. Oh, no. It's Deadpool. No, it's not. Really? Yeah. Wild. Box anyway. Office Mojo disagrees with you. So. <laughs> Ross manages to keep the pacing remarkably swift, given that the games themselves don't start until halfway through the 144-minute running time. So he is saying that it's paced super well, despite the fact that I had to watch this movie for 144 minutes, which is a huge complaint from me. That's a oh, long... really? time uh, i can't even i don't think i could say that for the first one now we are only talking about the first one. yeah i know yeah. i know but i don't okay. <laughs> like i don't think i would complain about that with the first one i maybe well, in the later ones but like I don't know. I actually agree with you. I think that, that Rainer's right here. I think that it is paced remarkably well. Like, I don't feel like... I disagree. I, I, I disagree, actually. Really? I, I don't have an issue with the length of the film. I think it was a, a pretty decent length. I mean, an hour, 45 minutes or whatever it is. Two two hours and 15 minutes. I don't know. Yeah. It didn't feel like that long, um, but I thought that it was just an absurd amount of preamble. Like There was there was a lot. There was pre-games. so much that happened before the games that I was like, you, you kept every scene from the book that happened before the games and almost none of the scenes that happened in the games <laughs> yeah i guess i do agree i thought it was a pretty faithful bit. adaptation in the games i don't know it just felt like they were rushing that whole 45 minutes or whatever it was to me and i guess i so, get it because in the book like a lot of what goes on is like inner monologue from katniss it'd be weird if she was walking through the woods just like man it's really weird that Peter said these things about me but super uncomfortable <laughs> with that just like you know whatever just yeah. out loud Imagine. She's not Spider-Man, Ethan. <laughs> I know. Spider-Man that's, narrates. That's what I'm saying. It would be weird. Right. right. But, uh, I do think the ending feels a bit rushed, like, in comparison yes. to the book. Because in the book, it's like the whole thing, they have to, like, stay on the top of the thing and like for ages, and then the sun goes down, it comes up, and I get uh, that whole thing. Whereas it's it just ends. It, it, I, I know, like. they... They even comment on it in the movie where they're like, man, they're really rushing to end this thing. And I was like, they really are. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the other thing, like all the medicines they get in the film are like perfect medicines. Whereas in the book, they're like sort of a patch job fix. Yeah. It feels well, like- we don't have that kind of time. To, to watch Josh Hutcherson's leg heal over weeks <laughs> or whatever. True. I watched Josh Hutcherson laying in the cave for weeks. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Remake of 127 Hours starring Josh Hutcherson. Just laying in a cave. Just laying in a cave. That's all I need. Um, So, Ethan, we need a binary review. Now, ladies and gentlemen, as you all know, binary reviews for Bacon and Eggs, as well as this whole show, believe it or not, are brought to you by Carlin Brothers Coffee. Now, as we enter the great month of April, I want to let you know that Mother's Day is coming up, and what does your mother deserve? The ability to run through a wall. So you should get your mother some Carlin Brothers cold brew. (laughs) Get your mother some Carlin Brothers cold brew using discount code BACON at checkout. You get 10% off your whole order. Your mom doesn't need to know that you got 10% off, okay? You can just get the 10% off, and that way your mom gets more cold brew, and you get more happy times with your mom. You get brownie points. Now, I do I do want to warn you, people that are thinking right now, like, oh, cool, I'll get my mom some cold brew. I'll also get her some flowers, because it's Mother's Day. Make sure she knows not to put the flowers in the cold brew. They will die immediately. <laughs> they will die immediately. Additionally, you don't just have to get cold brew. You can get anything from the CarlinBrothersCoffee.com website. Anything from there. Use discount code. Hold on. So if I want tea, off. if I want the peach, the, the Super Carlin Brothers tea infused with ginger peaches. I think all the things you said you can do. I, w- I couldn't hear your audio, but I would assume, yes, you could do all of that. Same. You can. Yes. 
Exactly, you can do it all. So those are all super duper wonderful gifts to get. It's also warming up a little bit outside, at least here in Virginia. So that's why I definitely recommend the cold brew. It's super duper good. Uh, I think, I was talking about this weekend, I think I could replace my whole coffee habit with Carlin Brothers cold brew. I might have to try some. I haven't tried it yet. Oh, it's very good. It is very good. It's very, oh, do you, Vegard. Vegard, do you drink coffee a lot? Are you like a coffee I guy? Coffee, like coffee is my brand. <laughs> I don't have a brand. <laughs> like I, if I could create anything, I, it would be coffee. Like that's, I drink so much coffee, everything. So are yeah. you like, you like an iced coffee outside in the middle of winter? Yes that too and also i love cold brew so like yeah you I... gotta get it then <sighs> okay can we however. send it to you i know the shipping oh to God. the uk is ridiculous but can we send it to you is that okay wait like a pr package or like a well j- i mean just a gift from us oh yeah. my god yes please yeah, we can I was, do that. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I'm like, I was gonna say as a joke, like, I'm not a mother and it's not Mother's Day in Norway right now, but I'm like, I could buy some. <laughs> uh, let's see. Check out what is, uh, oh god. <laughs> Are we doing this get... <laughs> in the middle of the episode? <laughs> I, just right. wanna, I just wanna make sure I get it. Uh, I need like it's... a, I need like a soundboard that has buttons that I can hit, and one of them just says, it's like the, the, Anakin voice, except instead of this is pod racing, he says, now this is podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that kid's there. Uh, Vegard, your last name starts with an S, so it's going to be Smith, because I'm not going to ask. Lovely. I feel so bad for you, teacher. Oh, yeah, but like, imagine me trying to be like, talk to someone in a shop or something like where I have to spell out my name. It's so long. You know, I'm not going to lie to you, though. You do not have that much of an accent. Oh, well, th- well, I've uh, like spoken so much English that I feel like it's like coming off. But also now that I live in the UK, I feel like eventually it's going to be like half UK, half American sounding. Well, I definitely when I first heard you talk, I thought you were Irish. Oh, what? Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, my God. <laughs> I've never and I was ha- like, had that. It- and somebody was like, no, he's from Norway. And I was like, that's not right. That's not possible. <laughs> no, yeah, but people actually, uh, for the longest time, thought I was American. But then I think my Americanism in my accent has kind of gone away in a bit. I don't know. I don't know where to place my accent anymore. I will lie to you. I thought Vegard was a made-up name. Oh, really? I, I did also think like that, that as though. well. I kind of like that, though, because for my YouTube, like, at least, I, I don't know. It'll yeah. be... I thought you were just kind of some kind of like secret vegan ninja. Yeah, well, <laughs> also that it um, uh, for people. Wait, how am I explaining this? Wait, uh, <laughs> you can start that whole one think. over if you need to. <laughs> I I can't even think. I well, basically, what I mean is like um, Vegard is like a generic name in Norway, but like for other people, it's like a made up name. Like it's kind of cooler in a way. I haven't thought about this movie in a long time until I, I watched it yesterday, same. and I was just like, man, I have not seen this movie in forever or read the book yeah. in forever it's been a, it's not been that long for me but it's been a while since i read the book i think i like maybe right when mockingjay part one came out on like dvd i think i watched the three of them back to back to back um and i think that was the last time i've actually like seen it with my eyes <laughs> yeah I- this is not how a normal episode goes at all. This is a <laughs> no, wild thing that's going on. I'm recording just random bits. <laughs> yeah, just really nailing it down. <laughs> what was I going to say? It's I'm scared that it's going to chop in like an important moment and I'm going to miss something. Because it's like chopping up. Nah, you'll there. be alright. If, if, if you miss anything, just ask somebody to repeat something. It okay, happens. Okay, right. it, it happens all the time. <laughs> Skype, just, Skype I- literally sucks. 
see it cut out right when you said that, but I'm assuming you said Skype sucks because it does. It d- Skype does suck. <laughs> yeah, Skype sucks. All right, well let's let's roll into it. Let's do it. I'm ready. Talk to me about the Hunger Games, Ethan. What we uh, gotta give our binary reviews. Oh, binary reviews. That's right. Bacon and I is brought to you by Carlin Brothers Coffee. Uh, promo code Bacon at checkout for ten percent off your entire order. Uh, you can ship it anywhere in the world. It's not going to be cheap, but you can ship it anywhere in the world. <laughs> we just found out. <laughs> so, you know, that'd be exciting. Uh, a binary review, Ethan. What is your binary review? And, Vagard, are you familiar with what a binary review is? Is that the one or zero? Yes! yes. It's catching on. It's catching on. <laughs> Um, oh, I'm so excited. Why don't y'all tell me yours? Wait, okay, so one is uh, that you like it, and zero one is, is yeah, like one is you have to see it. Wait, was that you have to? But yeah, one is a uh, one is you have to see it. Oh, okay. Oh, um, oh wow. Well, that makes it harder. If it was like it, that would be very easy. Um, I'm just gonna say one. What do you think, Tyler? Okay. Listen, I've been going back and forth on this. <laughs> so much over the past i watched this at 2 a.m uh which uh, i don't know if that's normal for you listener uh because i was cleaning my house because we found mice in my home anyway it's not important i had to wait for the uh dishwasher to sanitize all my dishes and that takes two hours and 20 minutes which subsequently is as long as this movie is So you were up till like 4 a.m. watching? Yeah, so when you what texted me this morning, I woke up to like a gazillion unread text messages. And I missed the bracket this morning by like nine minutes. Um, but anyway, uh, I watched this movie and I was like, man, I don't know. I feel like this is a big deal in 2012, but now it's not a big deal. <laughs> but, you know, that was only seven years ago. So like, uh, well, I think, I think, listen, I think... <laughs> I think I'm gonna give it a zero. A zero, like you don't have oh, to see it. Wow. Yeah, I am you don't a, have to no, see it. Not even the the first one. Like, I actually you're not gonna tell people to watch the first one. No, I would I would tell people to just straight up watch Catching Fire before this one. Oh, okay, yeah. Because like, it just I mean. <laughs> Because, like, let's be honest here. How many people were watching these movies with, like... Because the books for these movies were the biggest thing since Harry Potter. Like, since Twilight. Like, they were they yeah. were the deal when these movies came out. So, like, how many people were really sitting there watching The Hunger Games? Like, I have no idea what any of this is. And I, I honestly don't feel like you get a great idea of, like, what is supposed to be going on from this one. Um, I, I, I like Catching Fire a lot better as a movie. Uh, I did not like Catching Fire better as a book. So I think there's a little bit of an inverse there. But, yeah, I would say that you can... You could kind of take or leave this one. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't the greatest movie I've ever seen. But I think here's my here's my problem with with giving this one a one is I gave us a zero, right? And I feel like <laughs> I feel like that movie says more about pop culture and entertainment and all of that. Uh, and it got a zero strictly because of, of its genre. Uh, but to me, I actually think this is a, a pretty faithful adaptation. I literally finished the book doing one load of lo- of dishes and then oh. watched the movie during the next one. So. I like. I was very fresh on the book. I was super actually impressed Wait, with like the adaptation. Last night, when at two a.m. Yeah. Well, oh, I, wow. I'd been listening to. I like. I was listening to it on audiobook. I oh, think it's okay. like a seven or eight hour book. Um, it's and eleven had, hours like, and an, ten an minutes. An hour and a half left. What? It's eleven hours and ten minutes. Whatever. I had an hour and a half left. Uh, so I listened to that at like midnight, and then at two a.m. I uh, I read the book. You or I watched the movie, and uh, yeah, and I read the book again. Uh, I watched the movie, and I actually was really pleased with the adaptation. Uh, yeah. I felt like I know when I first saw this movie in theaters, I was like, mm, "That is not how I pictured Katniss." 
which honestly s- still stands. But that's not how I, I picture anyone though. Like anyone. I was very upset with the capital. Uh, although when I watched it again this time, I was like, man, this is exactly right. Like based on you know my older, better reading comprehension skills, I was like, <laughs> they, they got this a lot closer than than like high school me thought they got it. I think I don't have like a point of reference for that because I watched or I saw at least footage of it before I read the book. So like I had already picked up on the movie adaptation before the book. And I feel like that's uh, with a lot of adaptations for me. Like I see the film first, not by choice, mm-hmm. but like I didn't, I literally didn't know there was a book for the longest time. Really? Yeah. That is mind That's wild. Yeah. I know. The books were, <laughs> and maybe they just weren't a thing where you were, but like they were huge here. Huge. I think so. Yeah. I think in Norway it wasn't that big. So, or at least not that big at that time. When the later movies came around, it became a bigger thing. Granted, I mean, we also live in District 12. Like, Yeah, we live in cult mining country in America. Like, this movie was filmed <laughs> less than three hours from here. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I, if I wanted to, I could, like, drive to the set tomorrow and oh be God. back in time for dinner. I mean, it wouldn't be an interesting shot, though. It would, it would just be, <laughs> these are woods. It would be the woods near <laughs> Asheville. <laughs> there was one shot of the woods uh oh it was when she's in the capital and she pulls up the woods on her tv screen yeah where it's like that's not the east coast it is though <laughs> was it really yeah it, looked it literally like... it, it is take it takes place in it is it was all shot in like north carolina i thought it was in west virginia nope nope it is all shot in north carolina it's supposed to be west virginia but yeah. that was filmed in north carolina the uh the training scene where where she shoots the apple out of the mouth was actually filmed at like an abandoned tobacco factory Wait, Which you can't get w- any more North Carolina. I was for sure that was a sap, like a built sap. And they, I mean, sure they did things to the inside of it, but yeah, I, I did a bunch of. Once I found out, I was like, because like, I was like, where is this? Like, because this is supposed to yeah. be like at, at least the District Twelve scene is supposed to pretty much just be my backyard. Um, yeah. So I looked it up, and it was just like, yeah, this is all like the middle of nowhere, northern North Carolina. I mean, if you watch Rocket Boys or whatever, it looks exactly the same. October Sky. That's what I meant. Accurate. Um, so let's 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 talk about the movie though. Let's talk about um, about casting and everything. And that that was definitely one thing that still kind of from what I remember of the books. I mean, again, it's been a minute since I read the books, but it's like I this was the first time where I read a book and then saw the movie, and I was like, that's not how I pictured any of it. Like normally, I get a few things wrong in my head, and and you know, it's, it's, they're similar actors and similar sets. This time, I was like, oh. <laughs> I feel like I think Ida and Gail are like what I would assume would be different than like if I had read the book first I think I would have pictured them differently definitely Peta. yeah oh, for sure. if you read the book description of Peta, it's like and then this Josh Hutcherson looking boy shows up <laughs> I mean it's like Josh was perfect for that part the part really? where it doesn't make any sense was when they were like I'm Katniss Everdeen I'm 16 and Jennifer Lawrence looks like she's like 28 Okay. Oh yeah, I would never have guessed. That For starters, Josh that. Hutcherson is not perfect in any part. <laughs> I love Josh Hutcherson. You don't like Josh Hutcherson? No, I cannot stand that guy. Really? He's the Why? yeah. He's the sticking point for me in this movie. You sound like Katniss Everdeen. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> dude. I mean, seriously. Like, I was, I was team. I, you know, people are like. In the book, you know, you had the whole Edward thing, the Edward Jacob thing, where people are like, are you Team Gale or Team Peta? And by the end of the book, I was like, you know, I could kind of see that argument. By the end of the movie, I'm like, you know, when get when Peta's like, Katniss, just, just end it. Like, somebody has to go home. I was sitting there going, yeah, shoot him. Shoot him in the freaking face, oh my man. God. <laughs> what? I, I hate, the I hate 
Josh Hutcherson is PETA. I can't. Uh, I, like. I just think PETA, the character, is annoying. I don't think Josh Hutcherson as PETA is annoying. Wait a minute. Are you Team Gale? Who? Ethan? You. Y- you Me. No, you. Yeah. I would say, well, okay, see, I, I don't. Hmm. <sighs> I'm Team Edward. I think that she should have just taken Edward Cullen from (laughs) Twilight and gotten with him instead. No, I think um, in every other movie than the first one, I'm Peta, but in the first one, I'm Team Gale. That is wild to me. Listen, Liam Hemsworth is also way too old to be playing somebody young enough to be in The Hunger Games. Oh, yeah, totally. (laughs) Can you believe there are people that actually prefer Liam to Chris? Miley Cyrus prefers Liam to Chris. (laughs) Okay, well, less specifically than Miley Cyrus, people that aren't married to one of them. I don't get it because Chris Hemsworth is Thor, so like, how could you not? I know, right? He's 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 so much prettier. Like it's just ridiculous. Um, he's blonde. So is Liam. Not in this. Not movie. in this movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> but he is. Everybody changed their hair color for this movie. Is Jennifer Lawrence blonde usually? What's yeah. her natural hair color? Yeah. That's a weird thing to Google. I feel like if you asked her that on the red carpet, she'd be like, "That's a dumb question." Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I agree with that. But yeah, you know this. I can't, I can't exactly pinpoint oh, she's super where this movie goes wrong for me, <laughs> honestly, because like it's got all the building blocks there. Like I love Jennifer Lawrence, I love Woody Harrelson and Elizabeth Banks and Donald Sutherland and Lenny Kravitz, and just pretty much like whoa, back up real quick. As long as we're talking about the prettiest human in this movie, Lenny Kravitz is a literal god. Yeah, I don't think who that Cinna. Oh yeah. So here in the states, he's a like big time famous. Rock star. Rock star. Wait, what? Yeah. American woman. Yeah, he, he did a bunch of songs. Um, I saw him perform at this music festival uh, last year. He's he's like a uh, real deal rock star. Damn. You know, not, not, know not, like, not like Justin Bieber level, but sort of like the last generation, you know, the oh, 90s. I see. I did not know that. Yep. And so he is not normally an actor. Um, and so that's kind of why it was out of left field for him to be in this movie. But actually, I think he did a really good job. Um, I did like his performance. Um, and it, this movie has so many things that should make me love it, but I, I can't even pinpoint. I'm hoping I sort of figured out while we're recording this. There's just something that, that kind of doesn't sit right for me about this oh. movie. It just, it does. There's a couple times where it doesn't work and I don't necessarily even know why. I feel like for me, that has been the problem with basically all the Hunger Games movies is the dialogue screenwriting is like or it, it, it at least it, to me the dialogue comes off so strange i feel like i don't know why but all their conversations are like oh this is a script and we're reading it I, yes, I definitely I, agree with i that. couldn't agree with you more i felt like watching this movie the writer director and director of photography were all on completely different fate pages. definitely for sure because like the cinematography in this movie is unbelievably good like yeah, there are yeah. tons of like wow I would get a poster of that shot. Yes. And um, normally, normally I hate movies like this where like the camera moves so often and cuts so yes. much and it's so shaky for like a, a standard action movie. Normally I hate these movies. Like I was watching one of the Fast and Furious movies <laughs> not very long ago and I was sitting there halfway through this one scene and I'm like, if they cut one more time or they move that camera again, <laughs> I'm going to turn this thing off and break my television. <laughs> but this time I was like, Man, they are just, it, it, you can like feel the tension just yeah. from the filming. You, I mean, you want to talk about the camera as a character. This was, was a great example of, yeah, just excellent cinematography, sort of saving a movie almost. And the 
I also love the like yeah what you said basically like the handheld cinematography as well it's like I think it really works with this movie and I don't think it works very often and I was I was reading a little bit about why sort of those things came around and a lot of it had to do with the fact that like this movie was made on 70 something million dollars which is not enough money for this movie you can oh, was you definitely. can tell it sometimes a lot of it looks cheap um yeah sort of by design uh because you got such well, a you've got a big cast like you have to have a lot of people and that creates a problem yeah, yeah i think where, where you run into an issue is they they blew their budget on like jennifer lawrence josh mm-hmm. hutcherson liam Hemsworth. no 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 they paid Woody jennifer Harrison. lawrence like four hundred thousand dollars for this movie oh really yeah she was nobody when this movie came out yeah that's what i thought i didn't think she was that big at that time she had done some indie movies she was actually scared to do this movie and didn't want to do it because she thought it was going to make her into a huge movie star and it did really yeah she didn't want to like be that for whatever reason oh wow i did not know she was in x-men first class she was mystique that hadn't come out uh, yet yeah it had it, it had <laughs> when i I'm look at this at movie i think much earlier than 2012 because it looks like I, I don't know what it is about it but it looks like it's an older movie that is like it looks cheap some like i don't know There's it does but listen listen to this non hunger games cast it's like the non tribute cast liam hemsworth woody harrelson elizabeth banks lenny kravitz stanley tucci donald sutherland uh wes bentley and toby jones okay that is like an insanely cool cast yeah and then in the games you blow your load on two for district 12 you have jennifer lawrence and josh hutcherson and then kato is alexander ludwig who yeah they're nobodies nobody clove isabel Furman, amanda stenberg i mean these people are nobody well they didn't need to be anybody Cato needed to be somebody. Cato did need to be somebody. Kato. That guy was the wrong choice. Yeah. That dude. That dude looked sixteen. Where Jennifer Lawrence. That looked dude. 25. That dude looks like the star of one of those like edgy teen Christian movies. He looks yes. like he would be in High School Musical. He could have been. Nah, he's too. He's, he's too mean looking for that. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> he's not. He's not mean looking enough for this part. But he's too mean looking for like standard high school movie. I guess so. But yeah. <laughs> You know, you can make whatever arguments you want based on what casting should have been based on the book, but, like, that dude was wrong for that part. Yeah. Um, yeah, you needed... Uh, who did they get in the second movie? Thad Castle. Yes. From they Blue Mountain that State. That dude. That dude was Kato. Yeah, that guy. Who, well, I don't even remember what his name was. The... the Finnick? No. Yeah. Finnick. So. The bad guy. Finnick O'Dare. Hold yeah. on. It's Alan Richson is the actor. And in Catching Fire, he plays Gloss. Oh, Who's Finnick? Why do I know that name? He's, Isn't he the tinkerer? No, no, no. That's, uh... He's the sugar cube, um, guy in Catching Fire. I don't know if that's a good explanation of his character. Real quick, real quick, while we're figuring this out, uh, uh, real quick. How come just because you're a baker, you can throw 100-pound sacks of flour and <laughs> paint, like, photorealistic... Dude, oh, do you not... I mean, do you not... Don't you know all the... bakers are jacked? <laughs> like, what? Okay, but wait, the painting in the arena, when he's like, actually the tree and the stone, I was like, no way! And how did he cover himself and, like, cover up himself? Yeah, and in, make- in just, right. you know, I mean, Tyler, just- don't, you, don't you remember the song from Beauty and the Beast? Where Belle's like, there's the baker getting swollen Fortnite, like always! <laughs> <laughs> the baker just benching mad weight. Oh my god. And that's, seriously, that's the thing, though, is, is, is Katniss is just like... Peter's strong. He throws 100-pound sacks of flour over his head. I'm like, hey, why? <laughs> sacks of flour are like two pounds. Two? No. Bakers are not generally, like, farmhand jacked. No. Like, an easier explanation was that 
just that he was he would be bored and work out all the time like rather than him being a baker and that makes him like super strong like i don't know <laughs> right she's like well he's a baker so obviously he's just absolutely <laughs> cut <laughs> and insanely so but no i just yeah it, it definitely especially those two they had no chemistry together whatsoever uh, i felt like i felt like josh hudgerson was bringing it and 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 uh jennifer lawrence was not i felt like they were bringing it like with other people but I, it's that also not like kind of the point at some well not in yeah. the like romantic scenes obviously but in like the other scenes it's like the point yeah the point is that like at no point during this movie does katniss believe that her and Peter are supposed to like actually be a thing yeah is that like she has to fake it every step of the way and that Peter is just like actually into her. i don't know i i have this problem um honestly with every role jennifer lawrence did up until silver, silver, silver linings and a couple afterward that it just feels like she's reading a script and that she's just putting nothing into the part um and that's i think a lot of the problem with this movie is that you've just got a lot of you've got a couple actors that are really giving it their all like stanley tucci is caesar flickerman he believes that character wholeheartedly yeah but, uh, you know, for the most part, it's just a bunch of people, it, it feels like a bunch of people reading a script. Like, even Woody Harrelson, who's, like, his whole shtick is playing the, like, washed-up, angry mentor type. He couldn't even pull it off in this. It was... Oh, I thought Woody Harrelson was brilliant. Really? Yeah. Oh, I just felt like they never gave the character room to breathe. He was just so, like... He's not supposed to. He's an alcoholic. What? What does that even mean? He's, he's never really comfortable. I'm not saying he should have been comfortable. I'm saying they should have let him, like, I don't know. Hamish is such a great part of the book, and I just don't feel like they use that role in this one the way it could be um i did re- i thought it was an interesting turn from the from the book to have uh Hamish be the one that saves katniss after the rebellion in district 11 wait how did that happen in the book so in the book there's no like in the book i think when she wrote the first book she wasn't like and this is going to cause an uprising and all of a sudden i don't think she had all three books planned i think she was going to write three books about the games yeah uh so in the dude, film, she did not I- have Mockingjay planned when she started writing Mockingjay. <laughs> <laughs> that is the tea. The first two hundred pages of that book are just like literally just Katniss's inner monologue of her being sad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I have I have my own set of issues with the the book series. I did like them, but like I liked them in sort of the way that you like something that like everyone is into and you want to be a part of it as opposed to me sitting down there and going like wow these are amazing books i was like when i read catching fire i was like you wrote the same book twice and you're getting uh, away with it yeah well yeah it's like i don't know it feels like the third one is definitely like just trying to make a change from the like standard or the format they set up basically is there is there there's no games in the third one there's no right? games in no. the third one which is the yeah, problem because like the <laughs> format works yeah yeah the hunger games part is super interesting right Oh, I oh, I find myself always wanting to skip to that bit. And this is this is why this is the same reason people have issue. Like there are people that don't like Deathly Hallows. Yeah. Because it doesn't follow the format. It's like you give me six books of the same format, I expect Harry goes to school, something awful happens, he beats Voldemort. I was in for that. Yeah. But anyway, we're not we're not here to talk about the the multiple. I was books about in this to continue series. on that, and I was like, "Oops, yeah, we should probably talk about Hunger Games." <laughs> um, we're we're here to talk about the movie of the Hunger Games. I do just want to say that there there yeah. are people. We hear you. There are numerous numerous complaints about oh, this movie did X wrong. I hear it. If we sat just if we sat here complaining about this movie for two hours and like listing everybody's complaint about why their favorite <laughs> character wasn't properly represented, we'd be here for days. I get it. It's a movie based on a book. It happens. We all saw Ready Player One. We're ready to move on. Poor Wade. (laughs) That movie. Um, 
But yeah, no, the, the most interesting part of these is the games. I mean, that's such a crazy thing. It's like, you 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 know that you're about to, like, watch a dozen kids die. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, okay, let's do it. Hunger and Games. What I really liked uh, is that they weren't, like, scared to make it, like, brutal in a way. I feel like it, it could have easily become where it's, like, um, a super, like, not family-friendly, obviously, but it could have been less brutal very easily depending on who made the film oh definitely yeah i was i agree i had forgotten kind of how hard they go with that and it, as soon as yeah. they get off the platforms and the kids just start beating the heck out of each other i was like oh man okay we are I think we are also, in on that's it. why it kind of works that it takes a little bit of time to set up because i feel like that was so unexpected when we finally get to the hunger games like I feel like it kind of works that we've spent all this time and then we're like, oh, but is it really going to be dramatic Hunger Games? And then immediately it is. Yeah. I, uh, when it comes to the games themselves, I love, I love that they went for a, a dark choice. I think that this could have easily been made into a, an R-rated film if, and same with the book series, I think they could have been an adult, adult book series if it yeah. was about, if, it, if they changed the age range from like, what is it 12 to 18 to like 18 to 24 yeah and added like a sex scene between katniss and Peeta. you've got a whole different story here yeah and i just right, wouldn't have cared you know, oh no, i wouldn't have read it either <laughs> no <laughs> uh but now you've got like a you know you've got a rated r film you've got you know it's it's starring different people maybe still uh jennifer lawrence i don't know they, but... they made that movie though it's called gladiator did they yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh i can't believe this movie and this all this popularity didn't come back after fortnite and and PUBG and all the Battle Royale games got big. I don't think the popularity for this ever went away. People talk about these movies and these books all the time still. Not as much as Harry Potter, but probably more than, I would say more than Twilight. Definitely more than yeah, Twilight. Yeah, more than Twilight, but I feel like the there isn't much of a fandom. Maybe I'll get attacked for that. Maybe there is an underground fandom somewhere that I just don't know about. It's okay, there's not enough fandom for bacon and eggs for them to attack you. <laughs> <laughs> I, there, I mean, there is definitely a fandom. There are people that, um, there's a lot of shipping that goes on, like a lot of it. Um, there are people yeah. that are very devoted to these characters. Um, but for the most part, I mean, it, it just, I don't think the story lends itself to fandom sort of the way some of these other stories do, because you do have such a rotating yeah. cast of characters because, wow, most of them die every time. That's the whole, the whole point is that like you get these, you know, because in the book it goes into a, a lot more into the characters and everything, and then they all die. Yeah. Like, ten of yeah. them get <laughs> killed by each other. Um, and you're just like, well, uh, those aren't characters anymore. And also you killed Seneca, who was one of the most interesting characters in this movie. And oh, yeah. um, in the next one, you're going to kill Lenny Kravitz, uh, Senna. Um, and we're just yeah, we're just gonna keep murdering your favorite characters. So like, it's hard to yeah, people stand Game of Thrones. Yeah, but I would say the Game of Thrones doesn't has more I, has less of a fandom and more of a fan base. I also feel like if this was three seasons, eight hour or like eight one hour long episodes of an HBO series, and you know like two seasons and six episodes in, Sina dies. That would be like a there would be like a whole different. I sort of think that that's how they should adapt every book series instead of trying to do movies. Is like think, yeah. I I feel like everyone wants a book series rather, or a what, HBO uh, TV series rather than a film. Now, notice I said book series because um, sometimes they try to do this with single books oh, and it yeah. doesn't work um, because, like, you can't get six seasons of television out of one book. Yeah. No. What are you talking about here? Uh, mostly American Gods. It's bad. It's really bad. It's a really bad show made out of a really good book, and it's really terrible. Um, because there's not I enough going on it. to make. Yeah, because they they wrote a whole season of TV out of the first like four chapters. But that that I don't get. Why don't they like if they they should if they do something like 
they need to just use the core, like the teeniest bit of it, and not like actually put in everything from there. But if that was the thing, well, they're trying to make money, well, so yeah. they want you to watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like they want you to actually want to watch it, so they got to put all your favorite references in it. But they yeah. also want to drag it on for as long as humanly possible. And this time, I'm looking at Game of Thrones. Because uh, they're, uh, yeah, they're, they're well past the point where there are books that exist. They pissed the author off so much that he doesn't even want to write the books anymore. So, I mean, there's no there's no right, perfect way to do it. Um, I think that you, you could you could make, make a pretty good TV series out of these books. Um, yeah. I definitely wouldn't want HBO to do it, though, just because it is kids. And they would ruin it. They would put boobies in it. Yeah. Oh, no. It'd be like, here's Katniss's titties oh, all God. the time. Ugh. And, like, she's so interesting in... Especially in the first one, because she is just like a non-romantic character. Yeah. She's not like, oh man, my my hero boy made me love him. I'm going to fall in love with him now. She's just like, I still hate this guy. Yeah, I really like Katniss's character. She's I also, she's definitely an interesting she's just, one. She's cold. Yeah. Yeah, she just cares, she cares about her family. She wants to get her own, you know, slice of life and just kind of leave she, everybody else their business. She only cares about family. Yeah. True. Well, she only cares about her sister, really. Yeah. I she, feel like they like explained her, her mother really poorly in the film. There is a shot during the Tracker Jacker Venom scene that I think explains it a lot better than uh, other scenes. Where uh, uh, explains explains it better than it was pre games. The yeah. Tracker Jacker Venom scene when like you see the dad go into the thing and then he explodes and then the mom is like ultra depressed. Yeah. To me, that was like. Okay, yeah, we're on board now. But I feel like that was also very late for that to be explained. I agree. Because if because her she isn't in the rest of it, is she? Well, I mean, this this movie suffers from a classic adaptation problem where they try to put things in the movie that have a payoff in the books, but like they can't put the exposition of the thing and the payoff thing in the movie, or the movie would just be too long. Yeah. But they also don't feel like they can leave it out. Like I think you could have left Gale out entirely out of this movie, and it would not have made oh, a difference. That, yeah, because I don't think does he. What happens at the end again with him? Is he in the end? End of the story? No, yeah, end of the film. Like, it does do they get back together after the game? Uh, no, not in this one. In the capital. Yeah. Yeah. So then that I agree with that. They do in the second one. They have to like they have like a secret relationship while. She yeah, and Peta yeah. have their fake relationship, and that's a whole thing. And it's like I just I didn't find that storyline interesting in the book. Um, I get why it's there. You guys People like it, but make me want to retract my one because I actually have more problems with this film than I realized. <laughs> and, it's, and it's not like I'm not just trying to crap on this movie. Like I did no, genuinely enjoy it watching good, it. It's just like it yeah. it does have a lot of storytelling problems. Um, and this is a, this is not an uncommon thing with adaptations though that they do this that. That, like, stuff gets left in that probably shouldn't be. Like, Katniss didn't really need a mom. I mean, there was there was sort of no point for that whole, like, you can't shut down like you did when Dad died. It was just, like, that was a weird thing to throw in there. Yeah. I think it just shows that, like, I think it uses, it's an effective way to show how Prim has nobody but Katniss. Like, you know, if the story's about do everything so that Prim gets to live, then it's important to know the Prim's relationship with the mom and, and Katniss's relationship with Prim and Katniss's relationship with Rue because Katniss is Prim's only provider. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think it was effective. Right. I I had no problems with it. I mean, I, don't, I, I, I think that what you're saying is true, that that's probably why they put it in there. I don't think it was effective at explaining that, though, mm. personally. Um, until the you know, until later on, but that was kind of most of the way through the movie when yeah. that scene happened. Um, and also that whole part right after that where Josh Hutcherson is, like, screaming in her face made me very uncomfortable. So you wouldn't let Josh Hutcherson scream in your face? Absolutely not. <laughs> you have really offended against him. <laughs> I don't really like Josh Hutcherson, like man. I don't. 
I didn't like him in those uh, in the Journey to the Center of the Earth remake. Um, I love Journey to the Center of the Earth. I would say on my short list of like favorite awful films is Journey to the Center of the Earth. I mean, I like the good one. I mean, like Brendan Fraser, Josh. No, Hutcherson. I know what you mean. I'm just saying I like the good one, the one that I don't have to feel like I have to put on my list of awful films that I like. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I just, I, yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't super duper sold on PETA as a character, and then when they put Josh Hutcherson in his place, I was like, okay, I mean, whatever you guys want to do, but, like, this seems not the best idea. So you didn't love the tragic love story? No, they didn't sell it. <laughs> Look, well, cause you, I'll tell we you, have Katniss's perspective. I'll tell you right? who my <laughs> favorite character sell. in these movies is, is... Effie Trinket. Oh, I same. love Effie oh, Trinket. Yes. Elizabeth Banks is my mom, I swear. Just <laughs> delivers the role of a lifetime in this, like, quaternary character. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And happy Hunger Games! Phenomenal. Because she, like, she, and you see this in the later movies especially, and in the books, but she cares about the kids. Yeah, and she has to put on this, like, smiley face like she hates the hunger games because she gets Mm -hmm. attached to these kids and then they die yeah not katniss though not katniss but all the other ones yeah (laughs) well not 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 josh hutcherson either okay but prior to them yeah no they all die uh yeah district 12 has one winner ever and it's hamish i think she uh would be an interesting character to explore more than like she is. There's a lot of these, yeah, a lot of these sort of unexplained supporting characters that like the the ones that prop the whole games up are are very interesting. Yeah. Um, like yeah, like her, like Cinna, like Seneca, like Plutarch. Pulling names that I didn't realize I knew out of my hat right now. There you go. Yeah, Plutarch, yeah, Plutarch <laughs> Havensby is the one I did not think I would come up with. <laughs> R.I.P. Who's the guy? Philip who's the guy that died? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Who, who did he play? Yeah, who did he play? Plutarch Havensby. Oh, there we go. Okay, got it. He was the game maker after Seneca. Yeah, he was the game maker after Seneca got killed. I like how they kill Seneca in this with movie. the berries. Yeah, brutal, brutal. Lock. Yeah, that was a good scene. That was good. You know. I don't think Donald Sutherland has ever done something wrong in his entire life. He was not. He was. He was definitely the one where I was like, that was not how I pictured President Snow. But that was my uh, missing the paragraph where they described him. I feel like he's perfect as though. He definitely is. I've gone back and and like revisited the book and realized that like yeah. I missed something. I missed the whole part where you're supposed to be old. Was basically my problem. Oh, okay, yeah. Then I so can see that. I was not imagining an old guy. I was imagining like sort of a, a like a like a 40s or 50s like charismatic leader now is he elected into office or is he like, uh, like he, a monarch? he probably was <laughs> at one point how does that work I also sidebar don't know Tyler who is the president of Norway we don't have a president what do you have we have a king and a queen they don't do anything so we have a parliament or government so who's uh, your prime minister uh, wait do I even know that wait oh man I don't know ours either let me check we don't have a prime minister. I know. I don't know who our president is. Yes, oh, you do. It's someone called Berna. <laughs> Fair. Well, is that a common name? Uh, I said, well, I said that as if she's like, no, no, but I just said that because uh, you wouldn't know her. Uh, but well, yeah, no, it's a I would name. I don't think I could tell you the prime minister of England or Canada. So. Uh, Justin Trudeau is Canada and Theresa May is England. And it's, we it's go. the Canadian president, I think. I think it is Canadian president. I might be wrong about that, though. <laughs> I know so little about that. I feel like actually bad for that. No, Justin Trudeau is like, people love that guy here in the States. He's like attractive or something. Yeah. 
It is Prime yeah. Minister, yeah. And he's just like a total bro, and people love him. Oh, wow. Yeah, no. Wait, was he the guy who got egged? No. I don't know. Oh. The guy that got the egg smashed on the back of his head? Is that what you're talking about? Wait, it cut out, so I didn't hear what no, you said. No, are you talking about the guy that got the egg smashed on the back of his head, like recently? Yeah, yeah. No, nah, that dude was Australian. Oh, yeah, right. Um, He's just like a, he's like a regional guy, and apparently okay. he's just a horrible human being. And so some kids oh, wow. smash an egg on his head. <laughs> <laughs> and he decided that it would, you know, be it would it would gain him favor to just punch that kid in the face on national television. Yeah. Which is a wild thing for a politician to do. But that's a whole different subject. Also, Tyler, I do not know the political structure of um of Penem, but I you know, I don't think that like most dictators get elected so much as they just appoint themselves. Yeah. Like I'm I'm the dictator now. Right. I mean, I don't think that he was, like, the original... Like, I don't think he's been in power for 75 years, but at least that's not the vibe I got. But I, I would imagine that he was probably, like, just the successor of the guy that took over when the military started running the country. Question. After the war. Terrible war. When did America fall, do you think? 1930? 1940? No. Because if you look at the tech in the... In the in the what do they call it the ream the what the place with the black market in district 12 oh the radios are all like super old oh god well yeah because oh, they've been in a this story, constant like, state of when poverty right for 74 years right my understanding was like this was dystopian future of america i guess yeah i mean you could make that argument that like that was technology that was current when when everything fell yeah i didn't really think about that just because they it's hard to think about that because they have like stun rifles well yeah. yeah so the idea is the capital takes way more than it needs right so they have like so it's always got they have 200 everything. mile an hour trains and i thought that was wild that also, they got them there on a train yeah well you know it's transcontinental right but like they have hovercraft <laughs> they also have 200 mile an hour trains. i mean yeah i get that i don't know that is curious yeah why that's like a side thing but like that is strange considering they, they have the hovercrafts like all over um in Mockingjay. That's true. They have brooms in Harry Potter, but they get them to school on a crappy train. Well, there's so <laughs> many levels of uh, ways of transportation in Harry Potter. Are you wearing eggs pants? Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I'm wearing <laughs> there we egg go. pants. Egg pajama pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, they're awesome. <laughs> um, We're gonna be famous. <laughs> And this shirt is kind of like, mm, I was going to say bacon, but not really. So, but yeah. It is Harry Potter. Yes. It's Gryffindor, right? Is that what I'm saying? Um, it's platform nine and three quarters, but it looks oh, Gryffindor. Oh. I'm trying not to be like Gryffindor here. <laughs> hey, I'm but a Gryffindor is... as of this year. Oh, yes. Well, I am a Gryffindor in 2019. Cons like if you count the resorting trend. Yeah, it's a really good thing you got rid of Wise Hufflepuff. That would have been really embarrassing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's actually like it's those were a combination of Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff and that's Gryffindor. Like it, it just yeah, that'd been yeah. real embarrassing. Oh wow, I have a, have been put in basically every house now, except for the one for the bad guys. Oh yeah, all the evil people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie's gonna tweet about this if she listens. <laughs> this is well, that is definitely a difference between like you know young adult fantasy book series is like everybody's always talking about like oh, i want to go to hogwarts you know i want to get my letter nobody's sitting there like i want to be reaped for the hunger games yeah. but oh okay. uh, yeah i want to go into the if i knew i wasn't gonna get killed i would love to be in the hunger game what not like to kill someone but just to i don't know yeah. how to explain this this sounds terrible Wait a if at birth oh, you yeah, were very no, you, obviously a main this. character you'd be like yeah okay i'm cool yeah yeah if i was a main character i didn't actually kill anyone i may be like 
scuffed someone, um, and I didn't get killed, I would, like, really think it would be cool to be in So you just want to go play, like, giant paintball? Yes. <laughs> but, Do like, obviously, it's still, like, I would still, the same things happen, like, basically, like, it's still people get killed and everything, but I don't know why, but it's so fascinating to me. Man, I'm not letting you lead a government. <laughs> <laughs> I would not like the, the world to be like it is in the Hunger Games, obviously. I mean, did they... I think, I mean, it, it's, it, it is fun to imagine, like, would I survive? Yeah. Would I make it? How would I do it? You know? And, and the more kids we can get outside learning how to build fires, I guess the more <laughs> fires we'll have. As long as it's not about killing people. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm anti-murder. Yes. I, who, <laughs> do we all have to say that we are that? Like, who's for that? Is, do you, are you not willing to say that? Oh, yeah, of course. I'm not, I, I, I was going to say, that's not that. a denial. We really, really need to press it. <laughs> preface it. Um, no, for sure. And this is such a wild, like, The Hunger Games is such a wild concept for, like, yeah. keeping the people subdued. Like, there's, yeah. how did, did they really think this was going to work? And that this was, like, not going to, you know inspire people to riot oh i i cannot believe it lasted so i know that's years. the thing <laughs> i feel like after the first year i'll be like oh yeah no <laughs> yeah there's even be, even like, districts like this is this is what blows my mind that no no victor has ever committed suicide before the match was over that is actually crazy to think about but i guess once you win you know you're Got to get the money? I don't know. Yeah, but, like, you're going to get the money, but you murdered 23 people. Yeah, that, yeah. Well, I mean, but, it seems okay, like wait, that Kato and Clove and Glimmer were all about that. That's what I mean. So I feel like all the most of the winners have been about, like, the killing from, like, when they were brought up. They've all been taught that that was it. Like, that was something they do. So maybe that's why, because so many of the winners have been people with killer instincts. And, like, you can see Hamish, obviously, he's not dealing with it very well. And he wasn't that's that true. Type of person. That's a good point. I I do think it's interesting. Cato makes an interesting movie point. I don't remember this being in the book at all, but he, when he's got Peta by the neck, he's like, "Just kill me." It was always gonna be you that won, you know. And they they t speak to like the game makers staging everything. Yeah. Did you think it was weird that Cato was able to figure that out? Uh. Or like, cause cause book Cato is just like, "I'm gonna kill you all. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna get my glory." Yeah, because he he's he's very like dumb in a way. Right. But... He's like dumb and he's angry. Yeah. I thought I. I think that's interesting. I feel like it should have been another character that said it, not him. It almost sounded like the line was for PETA. Yeah. And it was like, I think they just got the wrong person to read this. Like, maybe it printed on the wrong page. <laughs> the name was printed wrong. <laughs> it definitely, it was like, it was definitely out of character for me. I I, I, I was shocked at, at him saying that when he was like, yeah, I can kill both of us right now. It was always going to be you. And I was like, what? <laughs> it was? Why aren't you saying that? <laughs> yeah, like... It was always going to be you killing me. It's like, it really? I was even, I was sitting there like, man, they don't like her though. Right. They're mad. Like, they hate her. They want her to lose. Yeah. Seneca was going to have her killed. Yeah. I can't believe they didn't have her killed. The one thing I am glad that they left out of this movie was the thing with the dogs all having like the dead people's eyes and then talking about that for 47 paragraphs oh wait oh my god i forgot about that what was that about well they they the dogs were supposed to be like inhabited with the souls of the people that died or whatever that's what they're supposed to believe and it's just an absurdly haunting image that was put in that book for no reason and talked about at length and i'm really glad they didn't go like, through that in this movie 
movie. I liked the, that part of the book. I thought it did a really good job to just show how evil the capital was to remind Katniss that, like, even if you win, we are capable of things you can't imagine. Yeah, I don't think that they needed to impress that point any more than they already had. <laughs> but also how... Uh... Maybe that's something I just forgot, but like, how did they notice that? How close were they to the East Star? Uh, it, they're very, very close. close yeah. And Katniss, Katniss notices that Glimmer. Oh, okay. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was something sense. special about Glimmer. Eating Peta's leg. Yeah. Cause yeah. she had like big blonde hair. It'd be a weird thing for a dog to have like curly blonde hair. <coughs> they weren't like dogs either. They were like werewolves. The movie yeah. didn't do a great job, I think, of... I think that I could have gotten more of the, the tributes. Like, I would have liked a little bit more of the story they give you in the book about sort of each of them. Yeah. Like, most of them weren't even named. They weren't named in the book either. Yeah, they were. Like, no, you get Kato and Glimmer and Thresh and Rue. And, and Clove. Foxface and Clove. And that's, like, it. There's, like, five districts that, like, are out before it even starts. Yeah, they all suck. They're like the wheat like, district. <laughs> Wait, okay, so this is separate because obviously we're not talking about Catching Fire, but I think it's a problem that they cut so many people so early in the second horror game because that one should have been more of a fight. Um, but anyway, I sh probably shouldn't go on about that. <laughs> I honestly do not remember how it plays out in the second one, except that... Uh, it's a clock, right? Yeah. yeah. That was so interesting. In the when I, when I figured that out in the book, I was like, I remember being like, I don't know however old I was when I, like, 16 or whatever, I was just like, oh my god! <laughs> it's a clock! Yeah. Oh, but no, it was cool in the in the movie. Um, I just don't remember a whole lot about the actual fight, for whatever reason. It's been a while since I saw him. Yeah. Um, so I don't have the exact, they're like... they're glossed over. Is that again? They're just kind of glossed over, really, I feel like. That sort of happened in this they're one, too. Real, like, yeah, again, like Tyler said, yeah. like, as soon as... As soon as it starts, you got multiple districts that were just done within seconds. Yeah. You know what I really liked was the countdown when she's talking to Cinna right before she goes up on the platform and they're like 40 seconds and they count down from like 40 to zero. That's a so lot long. of counting. I know. Yeah. But I think it did a really good it's job so of like long. raising your anticipation and like, you're like, oh God, this is really it. You know, it, it really puts you in that moment. No, but I was definitely just like, yes. am I about to watch Wes Bentley <laughs> list 40 numbers? Like, is that what's about to happen for the next minute yeah. of my life? <laughs> yeah. Turns out. I, it wasn't the worst once they had started counting, but I, w I was a little bit like, uh, what is going on now? I know, even in, like, the movies about space, it's just, like, T minus 35, 7, yeah. 5, 4, 3. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when he counts down from 40, and I'm like, okay. Yep. Okay, whatever you do, man. Whatever you say. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I mean... It, it, I don't even know what to say. I lost my thought there. Had a thought. Yeah. Hey, what, so what, what, like, what were some of your favorite parts of this movie, guys? What was, what really did it for you? Instead of favorite parts, can I, can I, can we, uh, we have some listener questions. Yeah, you can do that too. Oh, yeah. Let's get it. Let's get it. A few people have asked this question. Katniss first Hawkeye. I cannot explain to you how much Katniss would lose that fight. Wait, which one? Wait, which what? Wait, what was it? I didn't fully get that. Oh, sorry. Katniss versus Hawkeye. Who would win? Uh oh. Now, Hawkeye has explosive arrows. He also <laughs> shot Loki while he wasn't looking. Uh, like, while he was flying. Do you... This... Hawkeye would win this fight. Okay? I mean, she's a normal person with a bow. Right. She's, like, she's talented, but she's no... Yeah, like, she's a decent shot, but she's not <laughs> superhero level. She misses a shot in this movie. Yeah. Like, multiple shots. She misses one when she first gets the silver bow, which looked cheap as can be. <laughs> yeah. Again, it was a tight budget. It pulled me right out of the film when they were like, and this is the bow she's using. I was like, it is? <laughs> 
Are we sure? Why is they it silver? Out the wrong propo. Yes, they absolutely did. This one, did Katniss ever really love Peta, or was it desperation, or was she playing the game? She was playing the game. In the first one, yeah, for sure. Yeah, she, she, she had no idea that he was, like, actually into her. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> wait, you do not, do you not think she knew that he was into her? I don't think she knew, no. I think, because she keeps commenting on it in the, in the book. She's always like, man, this all just comes so naturally to Peta. He's so good at this. Man, I wish I was oh, better at this. I forgot that. I fully thought she knew she, he liked Yeah, because at the end, after she gets out of the games, Haymitch is like, listen, you need to sell that you two were in love. And she was like, did you tell Peta? And he was like, I don't have to. And she was like, what? Why not? What? Oh. He actually cares about me. Shoot. What? shoot out little old me um yeah so no yeah Katniss is just playing the game she has no idea Pete is invested in the whole thing uh even though he definitely is at least Pete yeah. is Josh Hutcherson isn't again just really pulling me out of it guy <laughs> go back to 2012 and do better oh my god he's just not a believable act like I didn't feel like he was sincere in any scene he was in I just did not <laughs> oh we got one question that just says the fandom is dead <laughs> That doesn't sound like a question. Uh, well. That answers your question from earlier, though. Is there a fandom? Yes. No. Uh, apparently not, no, according no, no. to this person, at least. It's locked in Eminem's basement. Um. Uh, somebody said, is this an April Fool's joke? Let's see. Wait, what part? Wait. I think us recording this episode. Oh, oh my god, imagine you guys just like, nope, hang up, the call is over. Yeet, bye. <laughs> it uh, does not even come out on no. April Fool's Day, is the thing. No, it comes out oh, April true. 4th. Yeah, people are going to be over it already. Yep, yep. comes out the f- fourth yeah so let's see let me just check twitter we didn't really get any on facebook uh these are you got a bunch of discord oh yeah we did get a bunch of discord you want to pull where were you discord? reading I'm those from twitter twitter and instagram oh yeah. someone said someone said something about if you had like uh uh one of your family members being pulled in the raping would you volunteer um i'm the youngest so they should volunteer for me <laughs> but if they got picked <laughs> <laughs> if they got picked you know i appreciate that i just don't understand why katniss the clearly more capable member of the family is uh, volunteering in place of Rue, or not Rue, of Prim, the clearly less capable member of the family. Wait, what was that? I don't understand why Katniss volunteered for, for Prim. Because she doesn't want her sister to die. Right, but like, what what is the point of that? Why why do her and Gail both feel like that? Like, if there's gonna be one kid in the family, it should be Katniss. To provide for the mother, but I think from Katniss's perspective, it's all about providing for Prim. I guess. Yeah. Katniss, like, hates the mom. I mean, for sure, but like, if there's gonna be a member of the family left, it should be Katniss. She's the one that's not useless. But okay, hold on. So let's say we're all at the reaping, and oh Vegard's wait, wait, wait! I called. think I just got it. So you meant that her mom should have volunteered? No, no. I just think that like, I mean, I get why Katniss volunteered, but at the same time, it's just it seems like a weird thing for like, oh, I gotta do everything for my baby sister, like stuff she wouldn't do oh, for me. Man. I feel like I feel like you don't have any siblings. You're correct, but I, I feel like this. All the time in, <laughs> in in. I feel like if twelve year old me was like called to my death. 15-year-old Ben would have been like, nope, that's not happening. We're not doing that. Yes. And he would have stepped in. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't think Jonathan would I have. I don't think it was much of a, like, I, she, like, thought through it, like, super long, does she? No, she's like, it's like spo- as soon as it happens, she's like, oh, God, no, mm-mm, I volunteer tribute. Yeah. Well, she is the main character, so it'd be kind of weird if she didn't. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was just like... She's watching on TV like, man, this sucks. I really <laughs> hope my film. sister doesn't die. <laughs> and that's what the book is about. She's just watching it. The whole thing is just her, like, thinking about the games happening. Yeah. yeah. 
I can't believe Prim's about to get shot, and she's dead. Okay. Well. <laughs> okay, so I've got questions from our Discord. Uh, shout out to Discord on Discord at Discord.Discord. Wow. Slash Discord. Promo code Discord for 10% oh. off your Discord. This character from Johanna Toodle, our resident Swede, uh, says, What character do you relate to most? The mom. <laughs> I lost my husband to a mine shaft. Um, Which one? Who is it? Thresh, the giant black dude that just smashes the girl against the wall and is like, Just this one time, 12, you better watch out! Oh my god. Um, Damn it, Sharper, hold my dick! This is Peru! He's like mad about it, like. I'm helping you, but I'm pissed off still. Uh, I actually feel like I most relate to like probably one of the capital people because I live in high society. Oh, I think I relate to um, you know maybe I can't really think of who else. You know who I like? I like I like I like uh, Cinna. Yeah. The guy is just like, you know, I have I very like... little influence. All I do is make dresses, but like, I can do that pretty cool. I'm going to use my talents. Yeah. What are you talking about? Senna, is, he makes an impression. He's the reason Katniss survives because without the girl on fire thing, no, they would have never I, been I mean, for lotion. sure, but that's what I'm saying is he's not like, he's not like a politician or like a soldier or like an athlete. He, would, he wouldn't survive in the games. Athlete, yeah. But he's just like, he's like, I can make dresses. Let me use this to help people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for that's sure. That's what I was getting at. I like. also think that if Lenny Kravitz was in the games, he would be standing on that platform from at the beginning with a guitar right and before the reaping be- before the hunger games begin he'd be like american woman oh listen God. what i say i still oh, just have a yeah. bunch of pictures of justin trudeau pull up on my computer <laughs> i forgot about that i looked over it's literally just google images for justin trudeau who is a politician so all of his pictures look exactly the same yeah uh let's see how hungry are the games um i felt like they talk about hunger a lot in the in the district 12 but i feel like she in the, game, I feel in the like... games she doesn't seem that hungry i feel like no, she, she finds yeah, some she, rabbit pretty quick she finds some stuff she got that backpack <laughs> she blows up all the other, other food i don't think yeah it's, it wasn't was it a problem for anyone in the games well rue there is like a moment where rue's like oh my gosh this rabbit leg is delicious and katniss is like do you want the other one and rue's like oh no i can never and then katniss is like eat it <laughs> yeah but that's the only point isn't it and in the katniss movie in the film deliberately yeah. makes all the apples blow up and everything yeah so yeah she doesn't need that well, she, she, says that, she does that my understanding is because the the campaigners or the campaigns or the career careers that's what they're called the careers wouldn't know how to like hunt or whatever oh yeah obviously. So they would, right that was like, their whole strategy can... was to starve everybody else out yeah for sure i did love the one scene where they were like all right well we gotta get some food and Peter just looks her dead in the face is like okay give me the bow <laughs> <laughs> and she's like what no he's like no nah, i'm just kidding i'll go get berries yeah i gotta accidentally kill somebody doing this oh we just got a question on instagram what do you think of the decision to not have Thresh die at Kato's hands? I, I, I don't think that it's clear how Thresh dies, whether it be from the wolves or from Kato. It is 100% clear that Thresh dies from the wolves. You that think? is basic cinema storytelling. Yeah. Interesting. I wouldn't have thought that. Were you watching the same movie? Yeah. But Where I they mean, introduce no, the I... wolves on the screen, and then two seconds later you hear, <laughs> Boom! From Thresh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's how I that's how I want to go. Eaten by monster wolves. Uh, yeah. I mean we could range that. <laughs> Actually, please don't. All right. Um, 
This question is also from Discord. Seamus implies that Vegar doesn't watch any movies. Had he already seen the Hunger Games films, or did he watch them specifically for this podcast? Oh, I'm guessing this is a joke because of Seamus' video. I would imagine. Yes, because I never, I'm not very good. I don't watch many films. Correct. Yes, but we've heard. I've, yeah. <laughs> I've watched the Hunger Games, all of them. So, yeah. I, I'm just not big on, like, superhero films. I'm, like, not big in the Marvel universe, which I know people are going to attack before i'm sorry <laughs> listen vegard i don't care what movies you watch <laughs> i think you would like the marvel films i think well yeah that's the thing i'm just at this point i feel like i have too many to get like caught up and everyone's just like knows everything about these characters and i'm like ah, mm. yeah but i mean like that's the best news ever well you just discovered that like there's never a bad time to start true well Plus, okay like, i mean i'll Make it sad that I will during the summer watch a lot of the Marvel films, but I'm done with my first year of uni and don't have all these boring films to have to watch. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, well you know what? Now I'm gonna start watching them immediately. So. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Look at the big, chat. A shirtless picture. Oh yeah, shirtless <laughs> Thor. Yeah. This is a weird thing for me to be Googling right now, but I'm doing it for the good of the podcast, okay? Are you Googling shirtless Marvel characters? Yes. Of course. <laughs> yes. I can think of nothing else to do with my time. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is much less impressive. I won't lie to you. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. He, has, he has a big... Oh, I already did Chris Hemsworth. That's not what I meant. The other Chris. Not Pratt, either. <laughs> Evans. I mean, these are some freaking photos. <laughs> What's even happening right now? This is insane. <laughs> That's actually, yeah. It's actually a gif of people spraying, like, oil on him. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> So that, that that's be... a good film. That's a that's a worth your time film. Uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. Tom Holland as well. Tom Holland is like a child, but I guess you're a lot younger than me. He's also so. younger than Tom well, Holland. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I don't want to Google Tom Holland shirtless. I'm just gonna Google Tom Holland. I feel like he's I'm a little not too old that to do that. Young. <laughs> he's 22. Tyler. He, just, he looks young. <laughs> he was freaking Billy Elliot. Okay. Yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> Anyway, he was literally shirtless to to, uh, in the f movie. I know, I know. Here we go. I got There it. has to be a scene in every Spider-Man where Spider-Man takes his shirt off and is like, oh, I got spider muscles. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm that's my What the heck? <laughs> oh, hold on. I got, there's a more of a For some here. reason, that picture looks like he has been photoshopped. His head has been photoshopped onto another body. I don't think so. He was Billy Elliot. He's pretty freaking ripped. There's a lot of dancing that goes into that part. Yeah. This was a tangent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> This is excellent podcasting. If yes. you can see the Skype conversation between the, the three of us, it's just a bunch of pictures of shirtless men. If only this was a visual podcast. Okay, I've got another question that will kind of direct us back toward the games, okay? If you were in the Hunger Games, would you be willing to make an alliance with someone knowing you might be the one to kill them later? Yeah. No, I would never be able to sleep if I was near another person. Oh, yeah, same. yeah no, actually, that's true. I same. Either. I would just... That is a lot of faith, especially for people from different districts. That's wild yeah. to me. I could do the Katniss and Peta thing. Mm, I don't even like... know if I could do that. Because if you've just met this person from the same district, like you don't know that they're going to care about you at all. Well, if you're Peta, well, you better pray to God if that I was, does. If I was Clove or whatever her name is, Glimmer. Glimmer, yeah, I would not have gone anywhere near Kato. 
No. I would have killed him in his sleep. Immediately, yeah. I'd have been like, you are the biggest threat in this whole arena. That's, okay, yeah. this is confusing to me because so, like, that whole group had the chance to, like, kill each other in their sleep. That sounds t- awful. Uh, but, like, they had the chance to make themselves, like, so much further along in the game. It's like, all of them did, but none of them chose to. I think that the biggest moment of, like, wasted winning potential was when, I guess, uh, Clover, Glimmer, whichever one of the girls with the knife knives, is like, how am I gonna kill Katniss Everdeen? Which knife am I gonna use? <laughs> As opposed to just, like, slice through. And she starts yeah. monologuing! <laughs> she starts <Ooh>. monologuing. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, no, if I was, yeah, if I was one of the girls, especially, I and, and Kato was like, hey, we're careers, you guys want to, you know, camp together? Sprawled out all over the floor for some reason, like yeah. savages. <laughs> I'd have been like, yep, and then stabbed the crap out of him. Yeah, they also, yeah. I would have gotten some distance and thrown a knife because my knife throwing skills are perfect. Yeah. I could take out a crowd of people. I know I can. I did it in the freaking training center. These are the same freaking knives. I get, like, give me 20 yards and I'll take every single one out. Yeah, I feel like she could have just run up, grabbed the knives at the cornucopia, grabbed the knives, and probably iced, like, 20 of them. Yeah. Really quickly. I don't know. Anyway. Um... Let's see. What would your strategy be in the Hunger Games? And as a follow-up question, which of you would die first? Ooh, that's a good question. Three of us, who dies first? I don't know, we're making alliances? Because I will definitely kill both of you in your sleep. (laughs) No question. (coughs) I'm, okay, so here's my thing for not being the first killed, because I um, love long run, uh, so I feel like I could have, like, uh, I could manage to, like, run far enough away to not be killed first. Yeah, no, it'd be me instantly, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I don't think any of the three of us would run into the cornucopia. Yeah, no. No, <laughs> no. I, I would see those weapons and I would be like, none of that is helpful to me. I've never had a sword in my hand in my entire life. I think I would grab backpacks. Yeah, sure. backpack would be useful, but like, yeah, I, just, I don't need any of this. I'm going to turn and run. But Vegard would win because he would get yeah, like, I'm- he would start... And as soon as he got into his first little camp, the sponsors would be like, we're sending this kid everything. Here's a gun. <laughs> we love this guy. Have you seen be, his I hair? Just, I would just be, make, like, good TV. Like, I would be, like, voguing in front of the camera. I would be, like, posting <laughs> and be like, hello, here I am. Trying to, and, like, yeah. just <laughs> posted like, up in front funny. of the tree camera, just like, okay, day one yes. recap. Listen, a bunch of these people killed each other right by the cornucopia. This is Bullsh- <laughs> I'm like making a vlog. I'm like, hello guys. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome. What is up, YouTube? It's me, your boy, here live for the Hunger Games. Uh, Caesar, Caesar, I know you're watching, brother. Caesar. I'd make like a branch crown and like be the queen. Yeah. I'm the queen of the Hunger Games now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Becker's just running around the woods while everybody else kills each other. <laughs> the game makers are like, what I mean, is this guy Fox doing? Face's strategy. Um, I no, I would definitely I... die first. Um, I am not in particularly good shape. My knees don't work well, so like I. Yeah. I think I think I, I think I would get nervous on the platform and I'd trip over and blow myself. That's, up. that's the real thing. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, no. like three, two. I'm like, I'm going, and then boom. oh man, especially the uh, the the second one, the catching fire one. I would just drown, like. I would they like drop you in the yeah, water, don't they? Yeah. I would just stand that, there on my to platform get to and be like cornucopia is like that's just awful. Yeah. You have to run on this slippery rock. Yeah, no, I would absolutely yeah, I would fall on the rock and break my ankle and then just wait for death. <laughs> just wait for death. I love the idea of Vegard being the queen of the Hunger Games. Hello, I'm 
I'm ready for it. Yeah, he's just <laughs> running along through the woods singing that song from the Wizard of the I, I was the King of the Forest song from the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> like, this isn't an alliance. This is, like, there are other tributes who worship you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would die for you. I don't even want to win. Yeah, Glimmer's like, have you so seen like, the kid from Seven? He's fabulous. <laughs> so walks out by there like, yes, queen, and then they move on to kill someone else. <laughs> Because they, they wouldn't take that seriously. Uh, they would know that they could come icy if they needed to, and then meanwhile, yeah. everybody else dies. <laughs> I'm like, right. I'm the one they wait till last to kill. Mm. Oh, it's, it's his signature. I, I found this picture of Tom Holland shirtless holding a basketball, because I googled Tom Holland shirtless. Um, <laughs> and it looked... <laughs> he signed the picture, and it's like a, a picture of the signed picture, but at first it looked like his hand was tied to the basketball, and I was like, that seems like a weird thing to do. Oh, are, are, I, oh! I are you see. seeing this I picture? See what you're saying. Yeah, I am. There's also a picture of Tom Holland beating the living crap out of a punching bag at the beach, shirtless. This dude's shirtless a lot. I don't think he needs a shirt. No, he should. That should <laughs> just be his like standard in every film. He like refuses to wear a shirt. This is Tom Holland dunking a basketball, shirtless. He can't dunk. I'm not gonna complain that we're back on the topic of Tom Holland shirt. Well, it just it was on my again. It was just on my computer. <laughs> Because I don't <laughs> flick anything off ever. I'll tell you, listen, there's a lot to be said about these shirtless men, but Chadwick Boseman's arms. Let's just real quick. Who? This Chad, is who? Chadwick Boseman. He's Black Panther. Oh. Look, at, he's on the right of this photo I just shared with you. Look at this arm. Oh, that's... These are some crevasses. That's scary, to be honest. No, what's scary is Michael B. Jordan covered in the <laughs> dots. Yeah, each one of those marks a kill. Oh. He would win the Hunger Games. Yeah. Eric Killmonger. <laughs> Eric he would have that knocked yeah. out in an hour. <laughs> he would he would kill them all. He would go straight into the cornucopia, win that, and then like hunt each and every one of them down. And they would want to be killed by it. Oh yeah. Fair enough. And then the last question we have on Discord that I'm gonna ask. What district would you each be from and why? Okay, wait, I have to search up the districts real quick to see what they're about. Uh do you guys know all of them by heart? Like what God they're knows. <laughs> I know the coal one, because it's where I'm from. Yeah, coal. Let's see, let's see. District the... Meeting. Oh my god, there's a lot of details here. Is there just like a quick, this one does this, this one does this? Okay, so uh, one is luxury, two is um, masonry, three is technology, four is fishing, five is power, six is transportation. Are we... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Run this one back for a second. Are we really going to pretend that Vegard would not be from the capital? Oh, yeah, Vegard <laughs> is President Snow. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> you would totally be a capital citizen. Are you kidding me? Look at the hair, okay, man. A nice one, not an evil one. No, plenty yeah, of them are nice. Flavious. That's the I whole be, thing. That, yeah. that is literally the topic of these books. Is like, there's not a whole lot of difference between people from the capital and people from the districts. It's just what the government says about them. True. Oh, yes, I'd love that, to be honest. All their extra outfits, that's everything. Or he'd be from District 1. <laughs> How are they the yeah. ones that are good at, at fighting, though? Like That, yeah, I'd... I guess they're just train trips, like, from the beginning, but that is still strange that they would be good at fighting. Also, what does luxury even luxury. mean? Like, what do they, do they make luxury? Luxury items such as jewelry. Oh, wow. So what are your guys? We are from Virginia, so either District 2, which is masonry and defense, or District 12, which is coal yeah, mining, because there doesn't appear to be a tobacco see, district. That's definitely, yeah, that's definitely the weird thing, though, is, like, we are from the United States of America. Yeah, so, like, that is kind of cool. This is, 
this is real places here that we're sort of talking about. It is cool that we're from the United States. Okay, thank you very much. What I want to know is like what's happening in the rest of the world, but I guess that's not. That was going to be my follow-up question to this: is that like what in the Fortnite is the rest of the world doing while this is going on? Geneva Convention is just. (laughs) Are they sitting over there like all right? Panem, whatever you want to call yourself now. Is like, so, like, is the was the world destroyed by that war? Is like, is that all that's left? Can't be. Nothing. If that would be strange if it was only America that was left. I think that's. But then also, oh. why wouldn't the would other? It, would it be strange? Yeah, world's a big I place. Think it's a nuclear winter right now. America would be the only people standing. But like, why is it that? Um, if if that wasn't the case, why wouldn't the it, other? Countries it wasn't. Be, like, it wasn't nuclear war so it though. Makes sense. Yeah, so it makes sense that it's only America. It w- because, or else I feel like they would have been involved in the war, right? The other country. I mean, probably. I don't really know much about the war, but it wasn't. It wasn't nuclear war. Like, it wasn't nuclear winter that destroyed everything. It was, like, a sort of normal war brought on by... It was climate change, right? Like, the sea level rose. So maybe Europe got eaten by the sea. Yeah, that makes sense. Those fjords are pretty tall. In... Wait, where? Norway. Yeah. (laughs) The the one... It's all fjords. The one with the the fjords? fjords. (laughs) We just have fjords in America. Oh, wow. In America. Norway's the one, yeah, with the fjords. The one on the west, right? I totally know which one Norway is. Yeah. Why did you leave Norway? Because there... Okay, so I'm studying film here. uh, Because there isn't much of a film industry in Norway. And also, I wanted to be closer to YouTube friends and everything. Like, if YouTube took off, like, that's what I would pursue. You would say YouTube has not taken off? Well, in the sense that I can't, like live here if I, if it wasn't for student finances gotcha so that's I, like I basically like i'm uh doing uni which i like i love what i'm studying of course but like it's youtube that is like the passion and reason that i would stay here so you're gonna get a hundred thousand subscribers soon yeah it's really close now i'm getting super close i think tomorrow i might hit ninety-seven thousand. So you should. I mean, you're at ninety six nine oh nine. I would imagine you would. Oh wait, really? According to YouTube, I don't know what the social bleed says. Yeah, that, well then tomorrow should be ninety seven thousand. Uh, it's been this month has been crazy. Well, March has. March was a good month. We also had a good month in March. March, yeah, I grew four thousand five hundred, and I had one video that hit like a hundred k in a few days, and I I don't know what happened really. I wasn't expecting it. That's 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 what you call viral. That's more views than subscribers. Yeah, so that's for like viral is like obviously defined by each person because it's like it's just a blow up compared to like other things so yeah that was definitely it was crazy i don't know so i had i did have another listener question here and i don't think this is the intention of the listener question but i i do want to um kind of ask this question and the question was who is vegard oh <laughs> and so i'm gonna okay. repurpose that and say like tell us a little about you and what you what you kind of do because i don't think we really got into that at the beginning for some reason no okay so yeah i do youtube um if the listeners have listened to the podcast with uh, Sophie. We kind of do the same thing, but not. Um, she's one of my best friends, and uh, I'm basically, uh, in a sense, you could say I'm a Harry Potter YouTuber, um, but obviously it's more than that as well. Um, and I make videos where I try to <laughs> kind of have Harry Potter as the topic, but make something bigger and uh, more exciting, I guess, than just, I don't know. I just I just use Harry Potter as like the baseline for my videos, and then I come up with what 
whatever topics. Yeah, so... (coughs) (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, You can't see me because my my camera went off, so that probably just seemed out of nowhere. (laughs) But just to give you an idea, uh, some of of Vegard's videos, uh, visiting Harry Potter film locations, Harry Potter spells spelling bee, uh, turning his room into Hogwarts, the importance of the Hogwarts houses, which that one I feel like is more like Harry Potter directed. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, other ones are sort of, like, how to be a part of the fandom and, like, playing with the fandom. And that one is more of, like, a... That's like very, a, like, into... Not theory, but, like, content. Yeah. It's, like, that was more, like, talking, like, into the fandom. So that one is, like, only Harry Potter fans pr- could probably watch that. Or maybe... I, I don't know how to explain that. You would be shocked at people who watch videos about things they have no idea about. Yeah. Because I've definitely fallen down YouTube rabbit holes where I'm like, what am I watching right now? This isn't even in English. <laughs> But that's, I hope uh, that I sometimes take topics, like, for example, turning my room into Hogwarts. Like, you would only only need to know Hogwarts to enjoy that video. Like, it's not like you have to be a super Harry Potter fan to watch my channel. I like your channel. Thank you. <laughs> this video has 115,000 views asking Siri Harry Potter questions. That That's the thing. Like, I feel like it's the r- most random videos that get, like, the videos that I don't think much about often are the ones that do very well like that one was like oh i need a topic i've done this before let me just do it again because people enjoyed it the first time and then it blew past the original one i love this (laughs) i love your channel (laughs) thank you (laughs) i'm so here for it oh we need to get you over 100,000 subscribers i don't know that we're gonna have the kind of poll to help you with that but i will do everything i can (laughs) i'll click subscribe looks like we are not subscribed but i see all of your tweets (laughs) and stuff yes Yeah, I definitely watch videos more off my Twitter feed than I do off my subscription box. Really? That is very interesting to me. Because I'm like very much, as much as I'm a creator, I'm like the most intense YouTube watcher. If I'm not... I mean, I watch a ton of YouTube videos, but it's like, rarely do I just whip the app open and like... I'm going to sit down and watch YouTube videos now. It's like, ooh, a creator I liked posted a video and I got notified on 14 different social media platforms. (laughs) Thank you, Peter McKinnon. Yeah, it's like, I'll get like an Instagram ad and it's like, swipe up for the new video. And I'm like, ooh, swiping. That's my least favorite part of being a YouTuber is the like, care about me, listen to me. Hello, I'm here, care about me. See, I love that though, because like, I love getting invested in the creators that I, that I watch. It's not just like, oh, you make videos. It's like, you're a real person. Like I I follow your Instagram. I see what you do in real life. Not that. I mean, like specifically the post where I'm like, oh, click on this thing. Oh yeah. I mean, swipe up to see this. I'm like, I'm very, like, I enjoy doing everything else where it's like, uh, just talking about stuff or in Twitter or Instagram, like, but that specifically when I'm like, swipe up to see this new video and swipe up now to buy this merch. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I, I definitely always feel... feel a little weird plugging <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the mood. <laughs> the biggest mood. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, plugging yourself is always going to be a weird, weird thing to do. Yeah. Just like, hey, people, you should watch or listen to the thing I just put out. Thank you. Yeah. That being said, that being said, I do want to do a little call to action because we do need to wrap up the show. I just saw the the the, uh, the time ticker. Well, oh, wow. uh, I do we also did spend 15 minutes ordering coffee and you disappearing. So I wasn't gone 15 minutes. I just want to do a little call to action. If you like this show, please tell your friends about it. Share it with somebody that means something to you who may also like the show. Really, really, really would like to, you know, make this thing a little bit bigger. Yeah. And uh, I'm not even asking you to spend money now. I'm just saying if you like this show 
please tell somebody about it. Share it on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. If you think that you have no influence, you are wrong. You have somebody following you on Twitter or Instagram, probably. If you have one person following you, then that's enough for me. Uh, but please share the show with your friends if you enjoy it. We really enjoy making it, and we would really love to grow it to be bigger and better and all the things. That's true. I pretty much only listen to podcasts based on what the people I trust tell me to listen to. It's a lot less of like, um, yeah. I, don't, I don't go in my podcast app and just search like you know i don't know a, a no, keyword because that's it's it's a hard thing because uh i feel like uh this is obviously not about hunger games or anything but like podcasts are hard to find unless someone tells you about them because it's not like you're not going on a podcast app and searching oh i want to listen to a film podcast so you search that it's like you found it randomly and that's what i think is so cool about podcasts as well it's like it's kind of hidden in a way and it's like a cool i don't know how to explain it but it's it's interesting. I wish also that there was an easier way for people to find podcasts because like if you could just search film podcasts and yeah, I don't know. I mean, you can do that. Like that is 100% yeah, a thing. It works pretty much but, the same way as YouTube. There's just not subscription boxes and recommendations. That's what I mean. So that's what I, I feel like is missing. Because I tell you what, folks, it would really mean a lot to you, to us, if you could share this with your friends and family. If you feel like you have nobody to share this podcast with, please leave us a review on iTunes. I don't know that those actually do anything, but they do make me <laughs> genuinely happy when I read them. <laughs> nobody um, has any idea how the iTunes charts work. Let's be really honest. <laughs> but... But if they do make an impact, it would really help us out if there was more of them. We have a good number, but I always want more. Um, and if they don't do anything, then like you will make Ethan and I genuinely so smile happy. when you write a positive review. And that's more valuable than downloads. It's just always great when you guys sure listen. I'll share it in my video as well, for sure, because I'm very excited. Yes. I, 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 I just love talking about film and, yeah, and listening to people talk about film reviews. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're a film student. Damn, I did. I did. I did not yeah. actually know that. I did not know why you were in England. I couldn't remember. <laughs> I guess I thought you just wanted to hang out with Sophie. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> That's. I mean, honestly, it's crossed my mind. Like, if I move to England, I can hang out with Seamus. And yeah, Sophie you want to hang out with Seamus and have him stick a yes. shotgun mic in your face. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that's uh, how our friendship goes. It's just, we just have our cameras in our face. <laughs> oh, no, I was specifically referring yeah. to the video where he decided where to he use does. the shotgun mic as, like, a handheld. It's, oh, uh, Seamus sometimes, he's the one I'm, like, helping out sometimes with, like, YouTube and technological sides of it. Like, he filmed on auto for the longest time on his camera, and I was like, Seamus. I'm not allowing you to buy this new camera and film everything on <laughs> auto. Hello. Suddenly he goes to me, oh, is ISO 1600 good? I was like, oh, no. <laughs> not with lights. <laughs> yeah. You were like, you have studio lights and you're filming on ISO 1600. What are you doing? He doesn't know. He just wants to make videos. Well, yeah. Uh, Mr. Beast made got to like 250,000 subscribers on an iPhone 5. So, yeah, you know. I mean, at this point... I like you could right but make. that wasn't the point that was that mr beast didn't have a camera Seamus has a camera yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like not using your right <laughs> but i love Seamus because yes, i know he's out there listening course. oh if hello Seamus. i hope you're using your camera right still no I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh classic fair enough well let's let's start moving toward the re not the recap the wrap up oh. do we have a final thought on this movie like where did it leave you at this Can point I? I feel like now i like it like I realized that I wasn't that excited about it. At the beginning, I was like, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. But then as we talk, I'm like, well. <laughs> I feel like we just, I really love it. I really do. I think this is a fandom that I'm sad is like 
died away for the most part. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I really, I enjoy this story. I enjoyed these characters. And I, I think there's a, a lot of discussion to be had. So you want it. Suzanne Collins Even to turn into J.K. Rowling type? Yeah. No, I don't want Suzanne Collins to say no. anything else about the story. <laughs> no. I, want the- <laughs> like, I feel like she hasn't though she hasn't like no and that's good she hasn't no she's not gonna come out tomorrow and be like actually pita was gay the whole time well yeah i mean uh, it's i'm glad that doesn't happen in this area but i don't know i really like the concept and the the story it it has problems but like i could rewatch it oh yeah this is an it is a watchable movie it was definitely a fun movie um it's by no means bad it's just it's not perfect that's it. I feel like we said a lot of bad stuff about it. People are going to be like, wow, you kind of harshed on this movie a little bit. And like, it's probably true, but I definitely like this movie. Um, You know, I don't... I feel like everyone, if they just listened to the beginning, I feel like they're going to think we hated this movie. No, I enjoyed it. It was fun to watch. <laughs> I mean, it was... It was yeah. There are, there are All definitely... All the more incentive to listen to the end. Definitely worse ways to spend two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, like you could be like in mocking the James. Yeah, you could be. Wow, <laughs> brutal. <laughs> wow, like venom. Let's let's go visit the big board. How's the big board doing over here? Where is it? Uh, drive movie ranking. All right. Is it better than Venom? Yes. Yeah. Is it better than Transformers? Yes. Is it better than Crimes of Grindelwald? Yes. Yes. Uh, now we get into the tough stuff, which is earlier than I would have thought. Lego Movie Two: The Second Part. I said yeah. yes because I don't remember what it was. Lego about. Movie Two: The Second Part was bad. <clears throat> <clears throat> National Treasure. Yeah. Ralph breaks the internet. Ooh. Yeah. Vagar, you were at the premiere for this. Oh yes. Um. I would say it's better. Uh, can I say something about Ralph Breaks the Internet? I felt no stress during that movie. Like, I felt like at no point was I concerned about any character. I yeah. loved the movie. I was just not, at any point did I think there were in any danger at any, like, of any kind. I was like, oh, this is just a happy movie and everything's happy and I'm loving it. Like, that's how I felt about it. So I feel like this, I do like this better. All right. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Lego Batman. Okay. Ethan. I don't know. That's a toughie. Probably. Emperor's New Groove. No. All right. Above Lego Batman. Do you, do you agree or disagree? Or I think anywhere in this in this segment. I think Bumblebee is where I would be like, mm, Bumblebee was awesome. Yeah, Bumblebee was awesome. Yeah, it's um, just. And then above that. I mean, Bumblebee I just really love Emperor's New Groove, even though it doesn't quite hold up as much as I thought it did. Yeah. Okay. That's fine with me. Yeah, I'm with you in that camp. I would say below Emperor's New Groove. The new 17. Oh, wow. We've reviewed a lot Wait, of good what? movies this year. What's the first one right now? Dark Knight. This is this is 2019. Okay. So, oh, okay, uh, yeah. Or, so you you change it every year. Yeah. So like all the Harry Potter, all the Marvel except Captain Marvel, uh, all that stuff is in last year's list. So this one starts with Dark Knight, Jurassic Park, Captain Marvel, Us, Toy Story 3, How to Train Your Dragon 3, Interstellar, Toy Story 2, Dark Knight Rise, Get Out, <laughs> Batman Begins, Toy Story, Princess Bride, Miracle, Bumblebee, Emperor's New Groove, and now The Hunger Games. <laughs> yes. I forgot what, we you forget what it's called for <laughs> a second. I was going to be like, wait, were we supposed to say it? <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I wasn't sure. Am I, like, am I being waited on? I was like, like, what's going uh, on here? The Hunger Games. Uh, the Hunger Games, New 17. Yeah. Uh, did you see Us? Did you see the Jordan Peele movie? Do you, do you watch horror? Um, I love horror. I have not seen it yet, but I've heard that it's good, but the, the ending is so confusing. And did I you just hear that from Seamus? So did you only hear that from Seamus? No, I heard that from a lot of people, okay. actually. I did see it from Seamus as well. Because Seamus <laughs> is incorrect. <laughs> the ending makes perfect sense. Dude, uh, I because we have a group chat for film study uh, group, and a lot of the, like they said like this is the most confusing thing ever. It's entirely possible that you just have to be American to get it. Oh, it's yeah, it's a super American thing. Oh, really? Yeah, it's yeah. like it's it's revealing of it's some a, not so a... nice parts about our general zeitgeist. Oh, 
and socioeconomic culture and uh yeah well i yeah. really want to watch it though i love it did you see get out uh i can't even think um i'm so bad with names as well i don't think i did was that the one uh, uh about the like the white people turning black, black person people in the like, like other family slaves. was like are using their bodies wait sorry what the it chopped up first. they're like the the white people like take the black people's body oh yeah that one looks crazy i have not uh, seen it yet oh man that's an important film yeah if you like horror you I, should watch both of them they're both very good i yeah i know it's it's been like on my list for so long i because i've heard so many good things about it well fair enough that was a, a fun time a fun little romp yes I liked revisiting this series. Maybe we're not going to continue next week on Hunger Games. Do we have a movie picked out for next week, Ethan? Uh, not as far as I know. Can we do Shazam? I guess. I want to do it. It's got Zachary <laughs> Levi and it's got Mark Strong, and I want to okay. do it. Okay, is that next week? I want to see it. I think it comes out this Thursday. Okay, cool. When this episode yeah, comes cool. out. I'll, I'll double check. You guys are lucky you're in America. You get to see everything when it actually comes out. You guys get something recently way before us. Hatch Ranger Dragon 3 was out get... in Australia for like a month and a half before it came out here. I still yeah, and you guys get are getting, uh, aren't you getting Endgame before us? Possibly. I feel like. No, I can't imagine they would allow that. Uh... Thursday, April 4th. Yeah, it comes out okay. this weekend. Wait, it comes out on Thursday? That's weird. I mean, that, no, that, that's like the preview. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were saying that like that was the actual release day. I was like, that's strange. <laughs> you can buy show. You can buy tickets. Now, gotcha. So gotcha. 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 Cool. Before. Yeah, we can do that. Yay! I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm not committing to anything DC related. That is, that is a that is a for now. It's a one off. Well, I think we have another uh, new film the following week, don't we? We do. Okay, I don't think we have anything until Endgame. You're probably right. Uh, okay, let's uh, villain. I like the villain. Breakfast food. Oh God. Nightlock. <laughs> Death berries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wheat and wheat byproducts. Just yeah, something real bland. Yeah, I would say like plain oatmeal. Like just the most bland thing you could think. Probably of. like, like the store brand too. It's called something like you know. It's not like Quaker Oats. It's like Shaker Grains. Protestant Oats. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. You're gonna finish that sentence? Nope. Okay. I got nothing else to say. Fair. Okay. Well, Vega, where can we find you? You can find me on YouTube, just Vagard, or on Instagram and Twitter as It's Vagard. So, uh, just, yeah, in one. Perfect. But, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Fair enough. That's easy peasy. Vagard's everywhere. Yay. You can yeah. find us all over the place, too. Yeah. You can find us, uh, the show's at Bacon and Eggs Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And this episode was brought to you by Carlin Brothers Coffee. Again, always a one. Use code BACON at checkout for 10% off your entire order, including the tea and the cold brew and the coffee and I think the mugs and stuff. And I'm going yeah, every, to get to taste it. Everything. I'm so excited. Yeah, Vegard's got some uh, a couple bottles on the way. Yeah, six bottles. Six bottles. I can now oh remember how God. many. Uh, it's recommended by people that you dilute it, so I would just taste it first and see if you can handle it. Um, but yeah. the cold brew is pretty freaking strong. Um, like you will experience caffeine in your life. I that's my. I have like a coffee, like two coffees in the morning, basically. So I'm ready for it. And like, did you know, like this is a random fact, but Norway is like the coffee the country that drinks the most coffee basically it's like really close to america even though we have like five million people living there that's wild that's insane yep <laughs> we drink a lot of coffee apparently china and india are slacking on their coffee game oh wow well they have more people that's the only thing. yeah i feel like they drink a lot of tea you can get the tea from carlin Mom brothers coffee too me. for uh, using promo code bacon at checkout yeah <laughs> all right, on to the next. On, on oh, our the uh, next graphics are by Vishon Brand. You can find him at graphite.vmb on Instagram, and our music is by Andrew Scott Bell. You can find him at andrewscottbell.com. I think Student Academy Award winning. I think that's everything. Whoa.
think it is. Uh, Vanguard, thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank um, you for having me. It was so fun. Good. I'm glad you had fun and you're not like, oh, these guys are freaking idiots. What is this? <laughs> no, I love it. I'm, I, I'm not used to the podcast format. I did have a podcast for about two episodes and then it dropped off. But you know, it was fun. It's a different kind of work. Yeah. Um, we super fun having you. I'm glad Thank we've we've now done. I feel like we just need. We haven't had Cherry Wallace, and we haven't had. Uh, who's the other girl that hangs out with you guys? Oh gosh, I should know. Kelsey. This. The girl. The uh, the rave Hermione girl. Kelsey. Kelsey Allison. Yes. Yes. Kelsey Allison. Kelsey and Cherry. You need to get them. Recently. They're great. Yes. So I need more British area YouTubers. Yes. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us. This is literally you. super duper fun. If uh, yeah, even any any last thoughts? Nope, I'm good. Everybody good? We're good. We all feel good. <laughs> all feel we just good. watched you ten kids die with their own eyes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that's about the end of the show. I think that's gonna do for us. Do it for us here on Bacon and Eggs. Uh, up in Ethan Eshelis with Tyler Carlin and him over there in England. I almost said Norway. You're from Norway. Yep. You're not in Norway. Wait, him <laughs> over there in England has been Vegard. And until yeah. next time, Arrivederci. And may the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs>